Hi, and welcome to this week's Mortgage Broker Broadcast. This week's podcast is following on the theme that we've started at the beginning of January. So we're now the third episode in. We're now at the middle of, what is it, the 17th of January today. We're halfway through January. We're talking about habits. Uh, I'm saying we because it's Lee Rowland and I, which I'll get Lee onto the podcast shortly. So, yeah, we're talking about habits and the importance of habits and comparing them to resolutions and things like that. So in the first um, episode, we talked about the understanding about New Year's resolutions and then science more around the habit side of things. Last week, we then talked about small wins and the power of small wins and also about consistency is key. This week, we're talking about decision fatigue and around that and also the emotional component as well. And then next week in the final episode in this little mini-series, uh, we're talking about adapting to change and then bringing it all together in terms of the conclusion from there. So as I said, this week we're looking at focusing on decision fatigue. We're looking at emotional component and um, all around habits and the difference between habits and resolutions on that basis, looking at those sort of key areas. My guest who has been on the podcast on every episode so far in this mini series is Lee Rowland and I get his take on his thoughts with regards to decisions fatigue and emotional components as well and he does bring it all together nicely so yeah let's just get lee onto the podcast so welcome back onto the podcast lee how are you not too bad thank you craig i'm a little bit tired because posey had us up most of the night but apart from that all good and feeling positive how are you feeling yeah good yeah very good I'm luckily enough that my son's 18, so I don't have to uh, worry about him keeping me up during the night. So, uh, yeah, but no, uh, no, it's uh, yeah, but all good, mate. Honestly, all good. So, uh, yeah, and halfway through, can you believe it's halfway through January already? What was 17th of Jan today? It's halfway through the month, and uh, the month's flying I, by already. I can't, honestly, I can't believe it. I, I cannot believe it. It's um, my birthday on the 21st. And it's just flying by. You just look, like this last week and a half, especially all the changes um, with the lenders and answering clients' questions and also, you know, getting back with a, back into a rhythm. Uh, yeah, it's just gone flying by, Craig. I can't believe it's the, the 17th already. Absolutely crazy. It is mad. But all good. That's the main thing. All good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Lee, thanks for agreeing to come back on. I know we sort of said that we were going to do four episodes about habits to start the new year and start the the, the first month of uh, 2024 and, the, and obviously the podcast episode. So, so far we've looked at well, the first one in the first week back, we looked at understanding that New Year's resolutions and the whole science thing behind habits. Last week, which seems like a lifetime ago, we talked about small wins and about consistency and then this week we're going to talk about about decision fatigue really and then the emotional component behind that and then next week we'll pick up on the last bit really and the the last one about adapting to change and really the takeaways from uh, the last four weeks so uh so yeah thank you for so much for your input and being involved so far as i've said to you before it, from from last week's podcast, got good feedback, good comments, and got some good questions as well in terms of it and things like 
small wins and consistency are, are, are words that be, and be, and things that people understand. And I think people understood the how, like especially the small wins, because we we all we all need to feel as though we're moving forward, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Well, it happened to me live on the podcast, didn't it? When you gave me the feedback oh, yeah, it did. from, yeah, it and um, I, it, it literally happened live on the podcast. And like you said, I thought I wasn't switched on on the first um, episode. Then we had feedback about the first episode in the second episode, and I had that instant, um, instant hit straight away. And um, it happened live, so it was absolutely outstanding to to experience that and comment on it and feel it all at the same time. It was absolutely superb, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was. It was, And we haven't clipped that yet, so I'll make sure I get that clip out because it was very real for you in that moment about the small wins. So, uh, yeah, actually that- living and breathing it straight away. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I just wanted to move on and talk. I think one of the things that with regards to habits and – Obviously, the, the fifth thing we want to talk about, and we we said we were going to talk about, was about decision fatigue. So I'm, I, I, I get I get passionate about habits anyway, but I think one of the things with decision fatigue is that it's like one of those where, as human beings, every single day, our lives are just filled with decisions and big decisions little decisions, whether they're big or small, it doesn't really matter, but we get filled with and we get hit by decisions every day of what to have to breakfast or do we do this or do we do that or what we're having to eat later or oh, it's around food, the two of mine already, but what? Um, but the, the, the habits are sort of, like I said, when we've sort of, when we've got habits ingrained, then this will reduce the decision fatigue. Does that, that makes sense? If you knew every single day when you wake up, Lee, you were going to have toast for your breakfast, you don't need to decide, yeah, that's that's a decision you don't have to make. Whereas, obviously, there's an array of food that you can have for your breakfast every single morning. It's about, that's the view of habits, is that that takes that decision away. So it's one less thing that's going to yeah. get thrown at you today and one less thing for you to to make a decision on. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it does. I mean, if you look at energy and you had 100% of energy and you need that energy to get through the day, the less energy you spend on something you don't need to worry about, or you've got a habit there, the more energy you've got to go around to make other things, like decisions, isn't it? So, like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's so if you look at it like a power gauge, that's what I would look at it. And every time you make a decision, which isn't a habit, it takes some of that power away, which could be put into other areas. Now, as you, as you get, I don't know, older with more responsibilities, you get used to making decisions, like you say, big or small, especially when you're a, a business owner, you get used to making quite big decisions on a daily basis, um, whether it's about clients, about your team members, about moving forward, taking a step back. And then I don't know about, well, I'm not going to comment on you, Craig, but when I get home, I'm more decisioned out, to be honest with you. And um, that, thankfully, Lauren then makes all the decisions in the house because I've made so many throughout the day that the my power gauge is, um, is pretty low, to be honest with you. So then I've got Lauren to take over the household stuff. But I know I've got enough energy in that gauge to get me through the business stuff 
and also running the football team as well. That takes a bit of a, that takes a bit of power out as well sometimes. Um, so yeah, I look at it as like a power gauge and any habits that we can get, which um, don't take away from that power gauge, then fantastic. Exactly. No, I think it's a really good point. Like that, because then if you're like, say you get home or at the end of the day and I'm with, and I'm with you on that. You like my, I get the the power gauge is a good analogy because I think we all whether whether you get up early, whether you get up late, you will it's understanding your gauge. And like I say, the more the, your battery will get more drained, yeah. the more decisions you have to make. Now, if you think about it, if if then that you've had sort of you've taken time to make a lot of decisions during the day, that really could already be formed. If you've already got habits in place, so you don't need to make decisions, you will then, when that sort of, if you get hit, uh, I know what I'm like. So I'm in, I've said before, I'm in my office, now I'm up early, hit the day, want to get on, take an action, have an impact. But then if, yeah. and, and by four o'clock, my head's done. I don't want to make, yeah. I don't want to make any decisions. So, I know that because then what happens is, is then when your your battery's low and you get to the end of the day and you are you're drained, if then yeah. you are hit by then a you need to make a big decision. For example, say you, your New Year's resolution and you're saying, right, I'm gonna to go to the gym every day at five o'clock, and you made loads of decisions through the day, and it's not habit yet, this is not habit forming, you're making loads of decisions during the day gets to five o'clock, you're going to take the path of least resistance because that's what we do as human beings. We will like, we're more likely to give into that. What is my CBA? That's right. Yeah. CBA. So it's like literally that can't be asked syndrome because you're like, I don't want to have to make that decision now. Whereas if it's already habit forming and it's not a decision, you're more likely to make the right decision. So, and what I mean by that is that if it gets to the end of the day and then a big decision hits you and you need to make a big decision at four, yeah. I know I know I make no decisions in my life, my business, four o'clock. I will never make, but if I'm forced to make a decision, I will, but I know I will make a better decision at six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning because then the battery's fully charged my brain is then ready to go with decision-making again. So I know that I make no decisions to have any impact, any changes, anything that's going to go on later in the day because, like you say, I'm not going to take, as human being, like I'm not going to take the path of least resistance at 8 o'clock in the morning. I just won't. No, exactly. It's just like um, energy, energy and clarity, isn't it? Because yeah. you need clarity when you're making big decisions or important decisions. And if you're not thinking clearly because you haven't got enough, enough energy left, then you won't have any clarity. And obviously, in the especially in the sector we're in, you need pretty much clarity at all times. Uh, and if you haven't got that energy left, then you, like you said, you're just gonna, either going to make a bad decision or you're going to just find a way out of it. And um, that's not going to do anybody any good. But like you said, the re- the resolutions take a lot of energy out of you, don't they? If you're doing boom or bust all the time, yeah. And so you're constantly, hundred percent taking, making decisions 
which are a, are a hassle, feel like a hurdle. And there's, um, if you could form those into a habit, uh, sort of if we're talking about that, if the resolution, if the if the overall idea becomes a habit, then yeah, you've got you've got a lot more energy to go around. Uh, but I get, like I said, with regards to decision fatigue, I don't I don't really get it that much. But I know that Lauren does a lot of the stuff in the home, and I'm also a lot better in the mornings, like yourself as well. I I tend to think a lot clearer in the mornings. Um, but that's another habit that I formed is making those decisions in the morning, scheduling important meetings for the morning or midday, because I know that's when I I am at my best, let's say. Exactly. No, no. And that's exactly the point, Lee. That is a great point because that's that's exi- exactly decision fatigue. So I think, like you said there, resolutions, it's like a conscious decision because there's no habit there already, no thought, no you've got to really, it's an ongoing mental effort because then it's an ongoing mental effort because you're going boom, bust, whatever. You're then more likely to then take the path of least resistance because it takes that ongoing mental effort. So absolutely. So I think it is, so we've, I think we've covered that in terms of their understanding really why, like with regards to decision fatigue and why habit forming and having the right habits is far important. Like you said, for you, making those business decisions, you've worked out for yourself, is that yeah. you will make the right decisions based on the time of day that you're making those decisions. And I will do, like, I, I feel exactly the same. So totally get that in terms of decision fatigue. So it's like moving on then from, like, from that to then look at the emotional component side of things, which, again, I think the thing with, like, the emotional side of things, it's resolutions feel like chores. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like, yeah. Oh my god, I've got to, I've got to do this again, or I've got to do that, or I've not got to do that, or it's it's a case of it's more of a chore, whereas habits is more driven by positive emotions. So yeah, and then and that's so like. And that's the thing with it is that it would then it reinforces like again the decision fatigue because then it's you get that the emotional side of things is a much more of a positive experience because there's no decision to be made because it's just going to happen and then it sort of then you've got that loop going on it's then you're more likely to I know you talked last time about habit stacking which we're not going to talk about on here but. Again, with that, once you've got the loop in place and the 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 sustainable emotional aspect of it, it's then the loops in reinforces the habit, and you can build on that from there. Yeah, does, well, does that make sense, Lee? Yeah, it does make sense. And if I um, I like I like everything to be in a straight line emotionally anyway. Like I don't really like many peaks and troughs if I can help it because yeah. um, well, I just don't like it. I've learned to sort of live in a place which is quite quite calm if you like where i can get things done uh, because i know that if i say i focus say i say say i did make a resolution let's just use this as an example and i didn't stick to it or i didn't get it it would really affect me because I, I there's better words than this really craig but i'd beat myself up about it and i'd yeah. overthink it and once again that comes back to the energy that you'd be using up <clears throat> but or if i but I know for a fact that 
if I uh, when I develop habits, good habits, it just goes back into that section of calmness. Like I don't even notice it's there. And so that I'm happy to form habits which are beneficial to me because I know that it helps towards that straight line or that area of calmness, which I am emotionally like just my voice went up. Do you hear that there? My voice went a bit wavy then when I said emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. This is good, Lee. This is cracking. Yeah, no, no, that, wasn't, going, that, that wasn't planned at all. I went emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I like living in like a quite a calm area, which is which is which I enjoy that. Um, and I, I don't really need any massive ups and downs because that's where I perform best in, in work and out of work. So um, but that's why habits which form can go into that area to make me a more productive person all around, really. Definitely. And I think, to be fair, that straight-line analogy and that calmness is exactly that because if you've then this going off the side of it a little bit, we are going to tangent a little bit with this, but if you've got, you promote calmness, you want calmness in your work, like we, we know what it's like as mortgage brokers, business owners, we get thrown things every single day. So if we've yeah. got habits and we've got calmness as much as we possibly can, my voice will wave in there, but I'm not sure with down to emotionally. <laughs> so if we've got calmness as much as, um, as much as we can, then, what that will do is that when it takes the stress, we, we don't want to be in stressful situations. Well, we, we get through any stressful situations. But when, again, again, going back to decision fatigue, you know what it's like when it can be, if you can lose control of that, then if you are emotionally wound up, shall we say, and you are emotionally stressful and you're on that kind of, chore loop of i've got to do this yeah. i've got to do this i've got to do this and then when something and then something else gets thrown in or somebody says anything you're more likely to react in the wrong way and you're not your normal way rather yeah. than the way that you normally would if you was in total control positive emotions everything's in a in a great state going on because like i said things are going to get thrown at you as a mortgage broker they just are things will get thrown at you as a business owner they will just, they will. Things will get thrown at you as a person and a human being. If you've got that straight line and that calmness that you described, if things then hit you and the drama does hit you and it will, you will then deal with that in a far more better and more constructive way and emotionally a far better way than you would in a high of high drama and a high of high emotion and high stress is that does that make do you get me Lee? yeah it does it does make sense yeah of course it does i've i a couple of years ago i just i could only describe it to myself as being like in a red zone so there was no there was nothing left in there apart from a not a an emo, like an emotional bang if you like and i remember my mum right Craig, my mum fell over in the garden <laughs> it's gonna make you laugh as is my mum fell over in the garden she broke her thumb believe it or not right and that just that amount of like caring for my mum obviously but then I'm to take her to the hospital do all and that just that was that was just too much there was no there was nothing left in that in that in the red zone for me and I remember just sitting there feeling completely overwhelmed and all that happened is uh my mum had gone to the hospital she broke her thumb but then that's when I started 
looking at myself a little bit then and realizing that I do need to leave a contingency with regarding emotions and energy and, and whatever else in order for some, if something does really go for it with regards to your family or work, you need that space to, um, to be able to keep the straight line going. And I, I must say that it has taken me a few years, not just because of my mum, but like if people saw me on a football pitch years ago, they would have thought I was some sort of lunatic and probably in work now and again, I've been a bit spiky, but um, it takes a bit of time to work on yourself to make sure that um, you, you, you are on a relatively straight line with regards to emotions and calmness, but it, but it can be done. I'm not saying I don't have slight peaks and troughs now, but if you like, um, look at how you manage a day and this comes back to the habits is I'm trying to link it back to the habits. Now I've learned, and I'm not perfect by any stretch, Craig, you know that, but if you can put as many good habits into place per day, per week, per month, per year, then you will notice that your, your emotional state and your life in general will be a lot calmer. And that's what I'm trying to still work on myself now. Still got loads of stuff to do, but that's how I'm finding it. Lee, that is absolutely spot on because whether you've done that intentionally or not, I was, absolutely, I was thinking there, that leads us amazingly on to the last week of the podcast when we talk about adapting to change and about life, like the, the, the dynamics and circumstances oh. for change and things like that. It literally... <laughs> set it up, tease it up perfectly oh. for next week's podcast. Well, I'm honestly now, on my mum's broken finger, I didn't do that on purpose. On my mum's broken thumb, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> no, that's, Lee, that's a perfect thing, perfect place to end and move okay. on to, obviously, next week, and we can talk, get into more detail about that next week when we're talking about adapting to change and really bringing this all together when we're concluding this this fourth episode series and pulling it all together to then to talk about that. So Lee, I'm not going to pick anything else up. We're going to end there. Thanks okay. ever so much for your time. Thanks for making much for your input. And again, like being part of this podcast for, for, for the last three weeks and for the next one as well. And uh, cheers, mate. Thank you so much. Oh, that, as usual, Craig, my pleasure. And thanks for inviting me on. I've really enjoyed it. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Lee, for being an amazing guest. Thank you. We're halfway through January, so we're now, I say, 17th of January. Hopefully, now you're working on your habits. Hopefully, you're seeing the benefits of working on habits because if you chose the resolution route, more than likely you've given up on emotion by now already. So we won't we won't talk about that. But, yeah, thank you to everyone who's listened and subscribed to this to the podcast, everyone who's given me feedback on this mini-series about changing habits for the start of 2024. I've loved recording every episode that we've done so far. As I said, we've covered quite a few topics. Next week, we're going to talk about adapting to change. Lee's going to be coming back on to that. And then we're going to bring it all together in terms of conclusion about habit forming. So, but yeah, thank you to everyone listen, subscribe. Thanks for the comments. If you have got any comments, feedback, please leave them in every, wherever you listen to the podcast. Please leave, please put your comments in there. Uh, yep, yeah, and anything else, any other feedback on that would be greatly appreciated. And as always, don't forget to run your own race.